This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. How's it hanging, ladies and folks? My name is Chris R. R. Bauzo, and this is my show. You're about to hear the latest and greatest installment of my ongoing sword and sorcery sci-fi narrative. A story written, read, performed, and edited, all with your ear holes in mind. So don't even concern yourself with going back to catch up quite yet. Because this episode, like every episode, just so happens to be the perfect jumping on point. And then, once you're hooked, feel free to go back and enrapture yourself with the story thus far while you wait for the next one to drop. But for now, all I need you to do is sit back, relax... And allow me to unfurl the wizard scroll. The sun beat down hard on the party, their sand sled cruising through the desert at a schmedium pace, their hired escort gripping the reins to his pair of giant worms which squirmed and wriggled their way through the sand below, effectively dragging them all along. And let me tell you, it was hot as B-A-double-alls out there. So hot, in fact, that if you cracked an egg on a flat enough rock, I bet you could cook that shit over easy style in seven minutes or less. A little salt and pepper on there, maybe a little squirt of Tabasco as well. Mmm! You got yourself a good old bed and breakfast, minus the bed. Anyway, Crystal, Scarletta, and even Schmo all sat there half-naked in the sled sweating bullets, traveling at a worm's pace toward their destiny. The map says we're still about 200 miles from the Bile River, guys. What? 200 miles? Or for those more scientifically inclined, approximately 321.9 kilometers. Ah, fuck nah. Hey yo, sand sled tugger guy. You think we could speed this up a little bit? Or a lot of it? We're on a bit of a time crunch here, comprende? Listen, lady, Dim and Krusty here can only go so fast for so long, right? And if I push them any harder than I already fucking am, they're gonna exhaust themselves, the poor things. Look at them. We gotta keep a steady pace, for their sake. Don't give me your spiel, you schmuck! She ejaculated as she pulled out her wand and held it right up on the guy's face. Now move it, or lose it. Your head, that is. Uh, note to self. Get a fucking knife. Crystal, perhaps it would be advisable to heed this man's words. Clearly he is far more knowledgeable on the operation of these analyd-powered desert cruisers than you or I. Get a load of this motherfucker! Whipping us and shit, you don't see him pulling the fucking sled! I don't see him pulling our sled, man. Motherfucker, I'm already going as fast as I fucking can! Ah, uh, man, fuck, guys, I hope you're alright. This, this fucking crystal ladies, she's telling me to fucking give you the extra fucking, you know, slapdasher here on your asses. Uh, well, give her the fucking slapdasher on her ass! 
I don't see who right out here fucking pulling this motherfucking sled. Listen, I'm not gonna be able to get any more of that premium fucking dirt that I buy you guys. That good? Mm-hmm. They're paying us, so we just gotta take what we're being paid and go with it. All right? I don't know, man. That shit fucking hurts. Yeah, man, my back's getting all wrong, so... All you gotta do is fucking explain it. You ain't gotta use that fucking rip all the time. Shmoe, let me level you for a sec, okay? We picked this guy up outside of a place called the Sandy Taint Saloon, right? That place was a fucking disaster. Not a lot of honest folk hanging around in there. At least none that I could spot. Plus, this dude charges by the hour. So the faster we get to where we gotta go, the less we gotta pay him. Your thought process is an intriguing one for Rizzle, my Dizzle. However, I cannot argue against your logic. That establishment did not adhere to a vast majority of federal and local building codes. I did not spot a single ADA-compliant wheelchair ramp on the premises, and the ice cream machine had rodent living in it. That's the spirit! Onward! To adventure! Several hours had passed before anything else of note occurred. For a time, the party and their guide just hung out, doing whatever they could to pass the time. The sled tugger drove his worms at a medium pace, cooing a near-constant stream of sweet nothings and apologies into their ear holes. Even as he lowered his whip onto them both again, and again, and again. Not with the fucking whip, dude! Alright, we'll just keep the pace up a little bit, make, you know... Usually just a good little pat on the bottom will get us going, dude. Listen, I'm doing my best here. Scarletta busied herself with the magical map. The one which even now updated their position and barked out directions at regular intervals. Continue going straight for like 147 more miles, then turn right. Goblin Jesus fucking Christ, does this thing have an off switch? Continue going straight for like 146.9 miles, ah! then turn right. Schmo tinkered with his various gadgets, cleaning the grains of sand from inside his laser blaster. Playing with the settings on his real-time translating vocoder. I'm Blue Dab And reorganizing his little shoebox of various wires, screws, and bolts. All while Crystal put her keen elven senses to good use and scanned the horizon. Binoculars in hand, she focused her gaze for any signs of movement, signs of the Sanscapian ruins they had come here to find, and, heaven forbid, signs of anybody coming after her and the massive bounty on her head. Sand. 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 More fucking sand. Oh, hey, that cactus is shaped like a dick. That's pretty neat. Oh. I don't know how much more I, I can... I don't... Fuck, man, I'm tired. Just... just let me take a quick snooze break. Man, don't, don't hear me like that. Hey, what the frunk, guy? Why'd we stop? On your fucking command, I drove my beautiful fucking worms here way too hard for way too long, and they need to fucking sleep. Crystal, please don't. Well, I'm not paying to watch your pets lounge around in this 138 degree heat, okay? Now let's get a move on ASAP. Clearly, you gotta see that like any other man, elf, or whatever the fuck this guy is. He added, pointing over to Schmo. Or any other fucking creature that draws breath in this whole fucking realm, my precious worms need a little bit of time to recharge the proverbial fucking batteries. I'll water them and get them up and moving as quickly as I can, but I... Say less, Chief. 
I think I've got just the thing to perk your worms right back up. The elf reached into the bag of holding strapped to her hip and removed, as it has the wisest patented book staff, a magical staff with the fully functional spell book nestled atop it, allowing its wielder to read and cast with but a single hand. She grabbed that and her trusty wizard pipe, already packed tight with a pinch of the most potent wizard weed she had ever procured, lit it, and took a hit as she skimmed the book for the spell she sought. Aha! Here we are! Alright, now stand back and check out my steez. I'm about to supercharge these worms and get us moving in no time flat. Crystal, are you sure about this? You don't even have a wizard diploma! Scar, trust me, when have I ever led us astray? Very frequently. Oh, 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 fuck. Oh, shit. Ah, my bad, my bad. Hey there, I'm Jim. And I'm Matt. I'm Dusty. From Dad's Doing Nerd Shit. A podcast on the Fandom Limb Media Network. We talk about all kinds of nerdy stuff. From Dungeons and Dragons to the MCU. From video games to semi-current space news. And anything else that catches our attention. New episodes go live every Monday morning on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We can also be found on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. So roll the dice and join us as we discuss the things we love and the culture around being a nerd. What the fuck have you done? Dim, crusty, oh my fucking gods. I raised these fucking sweet boys since they were in the egg sack. The fucking egg sack! And now they're... Fucking look at him there! Yeah, that's my B. I guess I used the wrong spell, huh? I'll fucking kill you! On the flick of a bean, the sand sled tugger snapped, spun, and set upon Crystal. With a motion so quick that not she, not Scarletta, nor Shmo were able to intercept the attack in time. So he pinned her to the ground, wrapped both of his fingerless glove-wearing hands around her neck and squeezed. So taken aback was the elf that she found herself paralyzed by shock, unable to reach her hand for the book staff now lying unceremoniously to her side, unable to grab a hold of her trusty wand nor her short sword. Nay, instead she just lie there splayed out, crushed beneath the man's weight, her emerald green eyes bulging out of her head as her mind reeled to process what had just transpired. A little... Help! (laughs) Thanks, Scar. Jeez, what's his problem? What's his problem? What's his problem? Crystal, you just killed the man's livelihood. What's your problem? I mean, I said my bad. What else was I supposed to do? You could have let the poor guy do his fucking job. He said taking it slow was the vibe, and you, you, you disrupted the vibe. Like usual. I was just trying to expedite things a little bit, Scar. How was I supposed to know that the instant 8-hour sleep spell and the obliterate worm spell would be on the same page of this dang old book staff, huh? Not for nothing, but having to play babysitter for such an obnoxious brat is really, really starting to chap my ass. Obnoxious brat? How dare you talk about Schmo like that? And Schmo just looked up from his shoebox of wires like... Crystal, Scarletta, 
my dear friends, arguing will not get us anywhere. If we are to extricate ourselves from this precarious situation, we will have to place our cranial caps in close proximity and think of a way out of here. <sighs> You're right, but I'm still pissed off. Crystal, this is not over. But anyway, Schmo, how do you suppose we get this sand sled moving again when all we have are two dead worms and an unconscious driver? And so Schmo reached into Kristall's bag of holding, rummaged through it for a bit, and pulled out a whiteboard and some markers. Let us workshop some things real quick. Surely the combined processing power of all our prefrontal cortexes can produce a solution to our current conundrum. I have successfully MacGyvered up a rudimentary slingshot device by tying the worms together and affixing them to some nearby cacti. And according to my calculations, the coefficient of elasticity provided by their slimy, stretchy bodies shall provide us with just enough momentum to propel this vehicle all the way to our destination. Crystal, would you and Scarlett be so kind as to pull the sled into position? Right! Excellent work, ladies. Now remember that you must both jump in on my word and brace for super duper high speeds, the likes of which would make your maternal figure say Oh god, oh god, oh god, we are going so fucking fast, goblin Jesus have mercy. Anyway, you only need to pull the sled back approximately 30 more feet, and we shall have the velocity required to take us all the way to the river. You know, we'd probably be there by now if you hadn't screwed the pooch so hard. Scar, come on, you're still on this it's all my fault crap? 20 feet. It is all your fault, Crystal. It always is. And to be frank, I'm getting sick and fucking tired of the Mondo King Kongzilla size bitch <gasps> you've been acting like lately. Don't invent a new slur at me, Frank. If anyone hears the bitch, it's you. Whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. Bitch is another word for a female dog ten feet. Me? I'm the bitch? I'm the one saving your skin out here, alright? Not to mention helping you go on the lamb in the fucking desert playing goddamn treasure hunter all because you couldn't go five bloody minutes by yourself without turning the Timberfall Tavern into a charnel house. 0.69 feet. Quickly, you must both prepare to hop in immediately, or else- Well, maybe if you were cool like me, you'd appreciate all my dope crimes. I wear them shits like a badge of honor, Scar. Excuse me? Dope crimes? You helped a madman slaughter 14 chops in broad daylight. Those fucks are corrupt as a butt, Scar, and you know it. They had it coming. Now stop trying to force me into being someone that I'm not and pull this goddamn sled a little. Um, ladies, we are ready to go at any time. Please step inside the vehicle. Oh god, oh god, oh god, we are going so fucking fast. Well, shit in my ass. We fade in and pan down to the sight of a wooden cycle zooming through the Tiger Woods. Just like in that scene from Return of the Jedi, except this hog was pulled along by five magically enhanced super hogs. Clutching the handlebars of this sweet ride sat Ralph Hogman P.D., a crooked chop who don't play by nobody's rules. His wrinkled, 
pickle green complexion twisted into a menacing grimace, his cycler's helmet adorned with a flashing strobe light and a siren, while just off to his right sat his deputy, Charlie, in a little sidecar attachment. The pair of orcs had ridden like this for days, in hot pursuit of their perk, and presently, they had arrived at the desert. Dolly, wake up! Wake up, Charlie! We made it to the desert! Look at how much goddamn sand there is, Charlie! Oh, hot damn, that is a lot of sand! They call it the Sandscape for a reason, Charlie, my boy! Say, I don't see no roads up ahead, boss. Do you think our cycle's gonna be able to ride a- Ah, shit! I guess we're just gonna have to walk. Boss, can't you slow down a little? I got sand in my teeth over here! Slow down? Slow down, Charlie! Charlie, you know we just can't let Crystal, the motherfucking raddest, get away from us again? She killed my boys. Our boys. And she's gonna pay. Onward! Cut to... That elf is gonna pay. Boss, we're gonna die out here. We got no water. Nonsense, Charlie. There's a McMirage fast food restaurant right over on yonder hill. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, let me get a ten-piece nugget meal, a quarter pounder with cheese, a chicken sandwich, extra pickles, a large fountain drink, and, uh, hey, Charlie, you want anything? Hey, boss, I'm pretty sure that's just a mirage. I don't see jack shit over here. Oh, yeah? If this is a mirage, then how am I climbing all up into this little plastic playset right now, Charlie, huh? Huh? Uh-oh! I can't hear you! I'm all the way up at the top of the slide! Oh, look at me! I'm about to slide all the way down and have me some nuggies and fries! In three, two, one! You fellas are in need of a ride, yes, yes, yes! Oh, thank Goblin Jesus! Please, stranger, y you've got to get us out of here! We got no water! <laughs> it would be an honor to resist Oakberg's finest, for you see, I am after Crystal the Radist as well! What do you say if we... Como se dice... Take this show on the road, yes? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll there, Don Juan. That's our perk. Now tell us everything you know right quick before me and Charlie here beat you in the ass. That's Don Gunyaro to you. The very same Don Gunyaro who knows exactly to where the elf and her friends are headed. And the sand sled can take us there. She glides over the sand like a pair of scissors when you hold them just right, you know, and they, and they glide across the paper like shh. So what say you? We bag the bitch and split the reward money three ways. Uh, everyone is happy, you know? Was that a brand new slur you just called her? You're goddamn right it was. Now let's boogie. What's that, fellas? You're picking up on the elf scent. Excellent. 
This little piggy knows exactly where she is now. And this little piggy's gonna take us there. This little piggy wants roast beef, and this little piggy is hungry for revenge with a side of justice. And this little piggy's singing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm your living crop circle, yeah, 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 I'm your living crop circle, yeah! Thanks for tuning in to me screaming about wizards for 20 minutes. If you're still here, odds are that you've enjoyed what you just heard and are stoked for more. So while you wait, feel free to check out all the previous episodes of the show. There's already 23 and a half episodes, some sandwich reviews, some covers, and a brand new talk show as well, all sitting there waiting for you to enjoy. Real quick, I'd like to give a big epic shout out and thanks to the lads over at Dad's Doing Nerd Shit, Jim, Matt, and Dusty, for providing their vocal talents to the episode. Be sure to check them out on their podcast, where they discuss a wide swath of topics ranging from the MCU, to DND, to anime, to being a parent, as well as the culture around being a nerd at large. You can find them by either searching for Dad's Doing Nerd Shit on your podcasting platform of choice or by getting yourself over to fandomlim.com. Finally, if you want to see the Wizard Scroll reach the widest audience possible, hop on your social medias and let me know what you think of the show, either as a review on your podcasting platform of choice or anywhere else on the internet. Word of mouth is how this show can continue to grow. So share the shit out of it with everyone you know. And until next time... Ah, fuck my head. Where the hell is everybody? And fuck them and Krusty. Look at you, just fucking slop now. What do I even do with this? Fuck. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. The first thing you need to know about the Vegas Sci-Fi Adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story. You are stepping into a world. And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers, And these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals. Or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been. And likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with a terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all, life, limb, and love, to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci-fi adventure podcast, anywhere you listen to them. Because, baby, I'm just getting started.